Hello everyone, this is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today we have a return guest, and you probably know him by now. He was at the show several times, and every time he comes, there's something of value, and it actually changes people's lives when they listen to this episode. So let's welcome back Hashim Francis to the show. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate the kind words, and I hope every time I do share something, the, the audience gains some information, insights that they can apply to their life, business, or leadership, what have you. Absolutely. I 100% believe that. Mm-hmm. So, Hashim, let's talk about something that can be helpful to the audience. Absolutely. And a lot of people that listen to the show, they are international. Mm-hmm. International, they're all over the United States. And a lot of them face decisions. Mm-hmm. They face decisions that are they need to make. Mm-hmm. They need to make. And sometimes it's a crossroads. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's a way of life. Mm-hmm. So would you talk to this uh, audience members and just share some of the things that have helped you overcome some things? Decisions need to be made. You can't sit on a fence for the rest of your life. That's the truth. You have to jump off. Right. I like to go out in the ocean. Get okay. a, go on a yacht, go out in the ocean. You have to jump in the water. Yeah. Yeah. When you jump in that water, you don't know what's out there. Be sharks, be a snapping tail. Right. Could be something out there. You're going into parts unknown. Yeah. But if you want to be free, you have to jump. Mm. If you want to enjoy your life, you have to take that leap. Mm-hmm. If you want to be the best you can be, you have to go forward. You have to make the decision. And you also on the flip side of that, you have to be willing to live with the results. Now, when I say I'm jumping into the ocean and I may get bitten by a shark. Could I live with the results of having one arm? But I know the natural habitat of sharks. They're not there to hurt me. Right. I'm in their environment. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm not looking like a prey, they're not going to bother me. Right. But just as in life, when you make a decision, you have to be willing to live with the results. Mm-hmm. You have to live with the results. By standing, you're at a crossroad in life. If you go right, X, Y, Z can happen. Yeah. You go left, A, B, C can happen. Do you want ABC or XYZ? Yeah. That's all it comes down to. Pros and cons, what do you want? So are you saying that we complicate our own decisions? Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we make it too complicated. Okay. Sometimes we can overthink, overthink the process. Right. Or we can overthink the decision. Yeah. Now, there are some choices in life that is going to require time. Mm-hmm. You can't make a quick or snap judgment. You're going to have to put certain things in place before you make a decision when it comes to when it involves other people, mm-hmm. such as family members, such as your household. Let's take it back to business. Before you say, I'm going to leave my job and go start this business mm-hmm. and you have a family, your decision doesn't just affect you. It affects the household. It does. So now before you make that decision, you step out and leave your job. You got to see how it affect your wife, your spouse, or your your mate, your children. How it's going to affect the mortgage. How it's going to affect the refrigerator. Absolutely. Because the refrigerator is part of the household. I want people to understand that your refrigerator is a part of your family because it's a provider. When you look in there, it should be something in there to eat. Absolutely. So when you make that decision to become a business owner or step out into doing something different, you have to weigh the costs. Right. You have to count the costs. Count the cost. Do you mind sharing a story mm-hmm. just to drive this point home that you can say, you know what, 
I faced that, and this is what happened. And just and, and just go deep. I mean, if whatever that is on your mind that you can share. Yes, before when I when I first started my business, I was working in a private wealth world. I was building private practices for doctors and attorneys. Okay. I was helping them build their private practice. I had my license in Series Seven Sixty Three licensing, doing investments for them, helping them build their business. But I also had my outside family business. Now, the company I was working with, they wanted me to make a decision, be full-fledged with them and continue to be in a private wealth world, or they wanted me to get rid of my family business and be full with them. Really? Yes. And they wanted me to sign a document stating that I would do that. Right. Now, this was a big decision to make because at that time I was making a nice six-figure income. Now, my business didn't produce six figures right. at that time. It was just a small, little, small, small, but it was valued, the assets, mm-hmm. that it was valued well over seven figures. Wow. So I had to make a decision. Do I leave my business behind, get rid of everything, and focus truly on this one company? Or I walk away from the six-figure income put my family in a tight spot because my business is it's not liquid. Mm. It's in assets. And those assets are not paying me the six figures that I need because right. the expense right. of, of maintaining those assets was much greater. Right. So they brought a piece of paper to me to sign. And before I signed it, I looked at the heading of the paper. It had my name spelled wrong. Ah. I said, I can't sign that. That has my name spelled wrong. Right. Person was like, but you still need to sign it. Like, I'm not doing that. So I went in my wallet. I gave them the corporate card back. So here's your corporate card because I had a corporate expense account. Right. So I can wine and dine doctors and attorneys. And I gave them the computer. And the person was like, I think you should really think about this because you have your licensing and everything. I said, I. Right. So... That was on a Thursday. So after I walked out of that, uh, that meeting, mm-hmm. I went to the movies. Why not? I went to the movies. That makes sense, sure. Went to go watch a nice Western movie. It was a, right. it was a good movie. Yeah. Just to relax my mind, right. not to think about it. Then after the movie, I had to show up to an event where I was speaking that night. Mm-hmm. I was giving a presentation that night. So I went and did the event, went home, spoke with my wife, told her this scenario. And my wife said, are you out your damn mind? There's no way you're giving up your family business to do anything for anyone. And then I remember a conversation I had with my father-in-law many years ago before this happened. We were driving in a car, and he knew I was a very ambitious young man. He knew I had aspirations. He knew I was very ambitious. And he shared a story with me about a CEO of a company that during his retirement that he met. During his retirement speech, he looked at the audience and he looked at all the young people in the audience, all those people saying, I want his position, I want his spot. And he shared with that audience everything he lost along the way to become a CEO of that company. Everything he lost. He lost. Missed his children's birthday. Lost his marriage. Lost friendships. Everything he gave up, he sacrificed to become CEO of that company. That story stuck with me. For the remainder of my life, because I realized 
I'm not willing to sacrifice anything for anyone else's company that I do not own. If I don't own it, why am I sacrificing for it? So when they wanted me to sign that paper and they called me a couple days later and asked me what my decision was, I said, I'm sticking with my family. And it was like, they tried to talk me out of it. I said, I'm sticking with my family. And then from there, they tried to sabotage my character. So they couldn't get continue your service of your talents and then they sabotage your character? They went and spread all type of misinformation about me to people that was close to me that knew me. Right. But that's, I mean, how do you respond to that? I didn't have to because the people they shared that information with knew who I was. Right. They knew my character. This character is something you can't hide. The person you are, that's the person you are. That's true. And what people know you as, that's what they're going to know you as. Exactly. You can't hide it. Yeah, that's the truth. As it says, time will either promote you or expose you. Hmm. Either promote you or expose you. Yes. That's the truth. Yes. You could be nice for a little while, Mm -hmm. but that a-hole got to come out sometime. Right. And you watch. In a little while, that a-hole comes out, then you see that person, you be like, oh, good thing. Dodge the bullet. (laughs) I think about some of the women I dated. Right. Dodge the bullet. Thank God. Dodge the bullet, yeah. That's, I mean, that's another topic, right? <laughs> this, is, this is a topic where... Thank God. I where, got, right? Because I was patient and I knew what I wanted, that's right. how I got my wife. Yeah. And I think you got um, a partnership, right? A true yeah, partnership. Absolutely. I mean, isn't that what keeps you going? That certainty, that trust? Mm-hmm. What, what keeps you going in that uh, alliance, in that partnership? We just have a bond that can... It's unspoken. She knows me in and out. Somebody can look at you and know when you're off. Yeah. Someone knows you're, you don't have to say anything. That just gets you. Yes. And then somebody you can be vulnerable with. I can share everything with. That's the person you want to be with. Right. Somebody you can be vulnerable with. You don't have to put a mask on. You don't always have to have a cape on. Sometimes you can feel frustrated. And when I made that decision to walk away... She was 100% supportive. 100% supportive. No questions. No, what are we going to do? It's we going to make it. Yeah. And that's what a team, a partnership is about. Sometimes one partner may be off, and you got to be the strong one to hold them up. Right. Are you willing to do that, or are you going to cower away? Be like, oh, got the little weakness. I spotted a chink in your armor. Right. And then you just let the person fall by the wayside. But no, when you have a partner to be like, I'm going to polish you up, don't worry. We're here together. I'll hold this up until we get back to where we need to be. That's what a partnership, a team is about, is building together, buying into the mission. Right. Once you sold out for it, you don't get lost. Yeah. So now we are fast forward where we are now, right? Mm-hmm. And can you tell us the results of your decision? The results of the decision from then... That little small nucleus of a business grew into so much more, so many more companies, so much more assets. But during that time period, to be honest, I lost $1.4 million in that time period. When I made that decision, I lost a six-figure income. I was too anxious during that time to build the business up. 
that too, I made. Too anxious? Yes. I wanted to get back. I wanted the cash flow to come in. I got too anxious, mm -hmm. and I made some bad business investments. That cost me $1.4 million. I see. Now. That's ouch. That's big ouch. It's not ouch for me. It's a learning. It's a learning experience. It's 1.4 million learning experience. And all of my mentors around me was like, you're going to lose your first million anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. Right, right. And if you're crying over a million dollars that you lost, you're in the wrong business. Yeah. It's part of the process. My mentors lost tens and twenties of millions of dollars, so they're not, that little 1.4 was nothing. But to me, it was big. To me and my family, yes, it was big. It put us in a bind. But you know what? We never complained. We never threw a pity party. And you're probably the fifth or sixth person in the world I know that. Wow. Because I didn't, we didn't cry about it. Because we knew what would it would take if we was willing to make the risk, make the decision, as we spoke about yeah. earlier, if I was willing to make the decision, even though those investments were bad, right. I can't cry. It's just a part of nature. The market changes. The cycles changes. I just made the investment at the wrong time. Wow. So you know, this, this is so emotional just listening to you. I appreciate you know, it. This is emotional. And uh, it's, it, I think you are um, vulnerable. Mm -hmm. you, you, you're willing to share what it takes. You have to. Right? You gotta, most people look at someone successful right. Right? or somebody they successful personal. Let's just clarify that, redefine that. What you consider success, I may consider a different success. Right. So success is personal. Everyone has yes. their own definition of success. Mm -hmm. People look at somebody, they'd be like, that's the success they want or they want to be like that person. In my lifetime, I never said I wanted to be like anyone mm -hmm. because I realized in order to be like somebody, you have to walk in that person's shoes. Right. And those trials and tribulations that they go through in life, are you willing to go through them? Mm -hmm. And you don't know the, the true cost. Yes. The true cost. You don't know. No. It's not, it's not publicized. It's not visible. Mm -hmm. And it's not always easy to get. But you have to share the struggles. Right. You have to share your obstacles so people know. It's not all a bed of roses over here. It was some thorns in there. Yeah. yeah. You cut, scratch, emotionally. You have to be strong. When you invest in a business and you lose money, you have to be emotionally strong. Your emotional high cue has to be high. Right. If not, you can get... I, I could have been bitter. So how do you mm -hmm. recommend mm -hmm. to others that we can say, okay, I, will, I, I hear you, Hashim. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something that's going on in my life, in my business. How do I build the emotional resilience now that when I face those mm -hmm. choices that I can, you know what, I'm better prepared. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to handle it, but I'm better prepared. Keep learning, keep growing. Mm -hmm. Everything goes back to learning and growing. Right. Is the more you continue, you stay in that mode of learning mode. Mm -hmm. Learning, it's, a, it's, it's very expensive. Some things in life you're going to learn through trials and tribulations. Some you can learn through someone else's experience and get a glean, a little bit right, 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 right. capital. But as I was growing up, my mother always said, pay attention. That's the equity you're going to have to pay mm -hmm. in order to get where you need to go. Pay attention. Your attention. Where's your attention being placed? What are you putting your attention to? 
So if you're putting your you're focusing your attention on, oh, I just lost this or this risk or this is difficult. That's all you're going to see. If you take your attention and say, OK, let me focus on what the end goal. OK, I, I still see the end goal. Yes, I'm right here. I made this. I fell, bruised my arm, lost a couple bucks. But there's the end goal. Oh, it looks so beautiful over there. Oh, my goodness, that yacht, when I go in the ocean, it looks so beautiful. When I go to Brazil, when I go to France, I go here, it's going to be so beautiful. It's those things you see when I, my family, and you know, during those times, it may not feel good, but as you keep your eyes focused on the end game, you'll get through it. As long as you keep, you pay that attention on that little obstacle, I'm, I'm not belittling anyone's obstacle, I'm just saying it's going to seem small once you get past it. Right. It seems, when I lost that 1.4, I thought my life was, I said, wow. That's a little Wow. I had to walk around the block a couple times. But now if I look at that little 1.4, I like the little 1.4, oh, little, little peaches and cream. Now it's, 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 it's little crumbs. Yeah. But it took some time for me to see that. And to learn from it and learn not to be rushed into making a decision because someone say this is the opportune time. Right. right. And you jump into something and you, it's not the opportune time, it's the wrong time for you, but it may be the opportune time for that person across the table. Right. You got a lot of snake salesmen and slick connivers out there. So it's the truth. So if you look at that, right? Mm-hmm. 1.4 million, it's not just the dollar mm-hmm. value, it's also time. Yeah. It's energy, it's mm-hmm. your wisdom, it's your health, mm-hmm. right? That you're, I mean, you're expanding to learn. And everyone learns this lesson on their own terms. Mm-hmm. For someone, it's $10 million. For somebody, it's 10, like $1,000, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for someone, it's more. Because mm-hmm. we, would you agree that in the United States or in general, like, you know, in the, in the uh, Western world, we place emotion into money. And that's the wrong thing to do. Do you agree with that? Yes. Or, or, or am I wrong? They put okay. too much emotion into money. Okay. Money is just, is an idea, it's a paper. Right. It's a form. Money, people look at their bank account and they get emotionally attached to it. What you can do, when you look at your bank account and you see what you have there, the assets you have, all that is is telling you how much service you gave to the market. That's all money is, is how much service and value you add to the market. You gave to the market. Exactly. Like, meaning from your service, from your occupation, exactly. learning, what? That's your value. Okay. What, how much value do you bring to the market Okay. that people are willing to invest their dollars with you? I understand. Or you work for a company. How much service are you bringing to that company and how much value do you bring to that company? Some people undervalue themselves. Some people be working for a billion dollar corporation, but that billion dollar corporation only paying them $90,000, $20,000, but they're worth so much more what they bring. That person just haven't understood what their value is. Once they wake up and realize what their value is and the things that they bring to the table, they'll grow. Bank account of change. How much service and value you bring to the market. So what is that trigger that allows us to remember? Mm-hmm. But also if we are 
currently undervaluing ourselves. Maybe we look when we look at our portfolio of our talents and services, right? Mm-hmm. We may be very doing really well here, but we are weak over here. Mm-hmm. So what's that trigger that you would say mm-hmm. that we need to um, you know to change? I'll keep it PG, but I'll say F your weaknesses. F your weaknesses? Well, I don't really care about your weakness. <laughs> I don't care about that. I care about... The only person I care about your weakness is your competition, the enemy, your competitors. Right. You shouldn't even care about your weakness. Right. All right I'm not going to focus too much on my weakness. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put all my time into my strengths. Mm-hmm. How do I make that... How do I make that pearl shine? How do I make my strength shine? I don't care what... Who... People focus too much on their weakness right. that they fail to realize their strength. Right. They spend so much time looking at their weakness, crying over their weakness, dancing with their weakness, having a pity party with their weakness, that their strengths are sitting over in the corner and be like, oh my goodness, if this person ever wake up, right. we can get something done. Yeah. If this person ever realize I'm sitting over here in the corner, they have the talent, they have the ideas, they have what it takes, right. but they so focus on their weakness. Oh, I don't know how to write good. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to work a computer. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to put a camera. Yeah. Who cares about that? There's somebody out there that know how to do it. Absolutely. If you focus on your strength, your strength will create the income that you need so you can pay somebody that can do all the writing you want. Exactly. Someone can do the computer for you. Somebody can do the video for you. You don't have to focus on it. I love that. Uh, Hashim, mm-hmm. we're coming to the end of this episode. And yes, sir. Like I said, this is a high value High pay, uh, fast paced, and I and I think it's a tremendous treasure. Share with us what is next for you, mm-hmm. and then how can people contact you to work with you? Well, what's next for us? We're working on several book projects to help the leaders, the entrepreneurs, overcome these challenges, right. overcome these setbacks that they have, and how to make those decisions. So, we're working on a couple book projects: Build to Prosper for Entrepreneurs, uh, Build to Prosper. For uh, for leaders, we're also working on a health book because we understand that the entrepreneurs and the leaders, they work so much, they fail to take care of their health. Your body is very important. When I, when, when, when I went through my trials and tribulation, mm-hmm. I made a very, my wife and I, we made a very conscious decision to take care of our body. Because during that time, you can get very stressed out and it can affect your body to where you can't produce. That time period, we stopped eating meat. We, we, we took care of everything that we need to take care of our health. And we got better. We didn't get bitter and stressful. We got better. Right. So we could be more productive right. to be able to overcome those challenges. So we're working on several projects to be able to help entrepreneurs and leaders so they can overcome, overcome those challenges. But you can find us on find us on all the social media platforms. Hashim Francis or Deborah Francis or Built to Prosper Companies, or you can go to www.btpcompanies.com. Btpcompanies.com. Thank you so much for sharing that information. I yes, will sir. be sharing that uh, when this episode is released so people can contact you and uh, work with you because I think there's a lot of value. Thank so you. Thank you, Hashim. Thank you for spending the afternoon with us. And I will see you next time. And don't forget to speak brave. <laughs>